sometimes it's easy to look at the world around us and think that we are the only ones that have ever journeyed through a difficult time. See, the truth is, is that difficult times are not new to mankind. We see examples of people in the Bible that went through incredibly difficult times and relied on their strength and relied on God's strength in their lives to carry them through. It's one of these examples today that I'm going to draw your attention to as we look at the Bible, as we look at the Word of God today for the next few moments. If you brought your Bible physically with you today, or if you're watching online, I would encourage you to get your Bible and turn to Daniel, the book of Daniel, chapter 3, verses 13 through 30. Daniel chapter 3, verses 13 through 30, is where we're going to spend some time for a few moments today as we look to the Word of God. This is an example of some people who were going through a very difficult time. And I believe that we can draw some principles out of this story today and apply it to our lives right now in 2020. Let's pray. Lord, we pray today as we look to your word, as we look to the Bible, Lord, we pray that your word will come alive to us today. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would open up our ears to hear and learn and discover what you would have us learn and discover today. Lord, we thank you for the Bible. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, Amen. So here in our Bible story today, we're looking at the Babylonian King Nebuchadnezzar. And King Nebuchadnezzar made a statue. Perhaps you're familiar with the story, and if you are, forgive me as we, as we explain it again. But you know what? I don't think we can ever over-explain things in the Word of in the Word of God, in the Bible. And so we're going to talk about King Nebuchadnezzar today. And he made a gold statue. And we see in the Bible that this statue was pretty big. This statue was reported to be, in the Word of God, 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. This was not something that you would miss necessarily. It was very large. And King Nebuchadnezzar, he had this statue that was built. He had it declared that when music started playing, everyone was to fall down and worship this golden statue that was made. But if they didn't, if they didn't bow to worship this statue, they were to be thrown, the Bible says, into a fiery furnace. So, I think we can agree as we start this this morning that this was a difficult time in their culture. This was a difficult moment in their history. I want to spend a little bit of time today and talk about three men. The Bible says that there were three young men that refused to bow down to this statue that was made. 
Lord, as we just understood this story so far, I'm sure that you can appreciate and journey with me today that these three men were going against the king's command, and it was not necessarily a good scenario for them in the king's eyes. Let's take this story out together. Daniel chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. And let's Let's examine this together. The Bible says, furious with rage. Now, as I'm reading this, as we're reading this together, let's imagine that we're in the story together. Let's allow our imagination to build the storyline as we read this today. The Bible says, furious with rage. Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my God or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from your hand, okay? But even if he does not, we want you to know, okay, that we will not serve your God or worship the image of gold you have set up. I want to share a few principles with you this morning that I believe that we can apply to our lives surrounding this source. I believe that there is hope in some principles out of the story. I believe that there is hope in our devotion to God. Let's talk about devotion to God for just a couple of moments today. A definition of devotion before we get started. According to the dictionary, devotion means this religious worship or observance or observance or another dictionary describes devotion like this. Love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person or an activity or cause. Now, I think as we read this story, it becomes very apparent to us that Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they demonstrated an incredible amount of devotion. Not to worship the golden statue, but to their God. They were willing to make a decision, as we will see in a few moments. They were willing to make a decision to worship the true God and not go with the flow of the king's command and stand up for what they knew was right. They were devoted. Another perspective on devotion from our Bible story today is to be devoted to someone means you are willing to die before betraying 
down. Now, I would feel, and this is my own conviction this morning as I, as I hear this humbly with you today, I feel, and perhaps you, you identify with me today, but I feel that devotion to God is definitely something that is missing amongst many people today. And so perhaps as we examine this story today, it is a reminder, it is a call back to full devotion to God today. In our Bible story here, we see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were willing to die. They were willing to die before they would bow to anyone else besides God. Now, something to understand about this story is they didn't have any guarantees that God would save them in a physical way, but they were still devoted to Him. They simply knew that God was able to save them, and that's all that they needed. The question is today, are you willing, are you willing to be devoted to God like that? Even if, even if God may not give you exactly what you want right now, are you still willing to be, as we see in this Bible story today, are you still willing to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and have that, that dependence on God? Have that devotion on God, in God. Here we are in our Bible story today. Daniel chapter 3, verses 19 to 23. Let's check it out this morning. The Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar was furious. And we see why. Several weeks and a day ago, they would not listen to him. And so Nebuchadnezzar is furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times, the Bible says, hotter than usual, and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent, and the furnace was so hot, and the flames were so hot out of the furnace, it killed the soldiers who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. So, I would like to put myself into the story. It helps me learn. Perhaps you go this way as well, but can you imagine as we are reading this, this portion of the Bible story and Shadrach, Meshach, and, Aben- and Abednego are, are before the king and the king orders them to be tied together. Can you imagine that? They're being, they're being tied together. Can you imagine the ropes being tied? It was, it was not a pleasant experience, I'm sure. And, and they can see the, the soldiers working, perhaps, 
to turn the, the, the flame of the furnace harder, and they can perhaps even hear the command from the king going to the soldiers. And I'm just picturing this moment as not necessarily a good moment in the lives. I, I don't know if, 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 if you're really identifying with this story today, but I, I can't imagine being tied up and seeing the furnace and then being put in, falling in to that furnace. Can you, can you imagine that? Can you imagine how they, how they might be feeling? But yet there's still a message of hope, even in this fiery situation. And so I want to encourage you today that there is hope this morning. The Bible points to hope. There is hope this morning, even in fiery situations. Was that when we time to make a plan, the three young men that we're talking about here in our Bible story were thrown into the blazing furnace that was heated out, the Bible says, seven times hotter to ensure their quick death. The king was done. The king just wanted this dead way. And that's why the furnace was turned out. He wanted this to be quick. He wanted to send a signal to the other people. Something you should consider this morning. Sometimes, God allows us to go through challenging situations that seem like they're going to overwhelm us. Do you feel like that this morning? Do you feel like the situations that are around us are a little bit like the situation we're talking about in your life? I feel it might not be a a, a fiery furnace, but perhaps it's a it's a family crisis. Perhaps it's a it's a job loss. Perhaps it's it's financial. Perhaps it's a, it's an illness, and in that circumstance that you're dealing with right now, you just you just feel like it's going to overwhelm you. I imagine that how these three young men felt. But they still had hope. And I encourage you today to have hope. Let's go back to our Bible story. Daniel chapter 3, verses 24 and 30. So let's see what happens. The Bible says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar left to his feet. Let you his feet in amazement. So, the three men have fallen in the furnace, and by all human standards, it should have been a quick death. I mean, the gods even died before they, the men fell into the furnace, and so surely it, it would, would have been quick. But the Bible says the king Nebuchadnezzar left you his feet in amazement. And ask his advisors, look at it, check it out in the Bible. It says, were there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, O king. He said, look, I see four men. I see four men walking around in the midst of the fire. I'm bound and unharmed. 
and the fourth looks like a son of the God. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. Okay, so let's just pause there just for a moment and check out the vastness and awesomeness of this moment. I mean, think about it. They are in a furnace that has been heated up seven times, the Bible says, hotter than normal. Are you, are you seeing this with me this morning? And yet, the story is talking to them. And they come out. Let's continue on. The Bible says, so Sarah, he's back in a band ago. Come out. Come out of the fiery furnace. And the soundtrack perfect governors and royal advisors crowded around them. <laughs> Imagine what they were thinking. The Bible says, they saw that the fire had not harmed their body. Nor was the hair of their head thin. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, picture this with me, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angels and rescued his servants. They trusted him and set aside the king's command and were willing to give up their lives than serve or worship any God except their own. Therefore, I declare the Bible says that the people living of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Sarah, Meshach, and Abednego be cut in pieces and their homes be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God can say in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Friends, I'm here to encourage you with the with the word of hope today. The Bible is, is hope. The Bible paints this picture of hope and says the hope is Jesus. There is hope in Jesus. This is an amazing story in the Bible. When King Nebuchadnezzar looked into the furnace he sees four men, not three. And I love how he describes the fourth man. The Bible says the description is like this. And the fourth looks like the son of the gods. It's pretty close to that because he was the pre-incarnate son of the one true God, Jesus. You know, over the last several months, it's been very challenging. And I say this often because it's true. We've been through some very difficult times globally, nationally, provincially, and locally. But I believe that God is with 
like God was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in that fiery furnace, I believe that God is with us during this season of COVID-19 or during this season of trial in your life, whatever that is. I believe that God is with you in and through the fiery moment, in and through the challenging moments in our lives. And what we need to do, I believe, is people of God, people of God who have placed their, their hope and their trust in God, what we need to do is watch how we respond in the crisis because people are watching how we deal with the crisis. We see in this story that, that God was using Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He was using them. He was not comfortable for them, I'm sure. But they still made a choice that they were going to do the right thing, and they were going to honor God even in their discomfort. And look what God did. Look what God did. Use them as an example to declare His glory. Wow. Isn't that amazing? How amazing would it be if we as the people of God in Southeast Georgia, if we as the people of God in, in our church family, would use the circumstances around us as an opportunity, yet uncomfortable, but as an opportunity to display Jesus. To put Jesus on display in our actions. In our conduct, in what we do, in what we say. And so, in fact, this might be a call back to God for all of us. Back to holiness, back to humility. Because the truth is today that God has always been. And God will always be faithful. We serve a faithful God. Just because we're going through challenges, just because we're, we're journeying globally through this COVID-19 season, does not mean that God's faithfulness has stopped. In fact, I believe that God's faithfulness is enduring. It continues. It's always there. It always has been. Look at the story we've been looking at today. That's God's faithfulness. The Bible says that He is same yesterday, today, and forever. Referring to God. Friends, Jesus is there with us. Jesus is there with you and with me at every moment of every day. And the question is are you faithful to Him? Are you faithful to Him? When your devotion to Jesus is challenged, do you lift Him up? Or do you betray Him? Do people around you see Jesus in you? 
And not just around you, but through people who know you. Through people who know you in person and in a digital form. Do they see Jesus in you? Because what I'm talking about a digital form, what I'm referring to is, is your activity on social media. If somebody was to look at your social media page or account, your, your Instagram, your Facebook, or your Twitter, or whatever you're using online, your YouTube, if people looked at your social media platform, would they see Jesus? Everything we do, we need to honor His faithfulness and bring glory to Jesus. Everything we do. You can have hope today. You can have hope today through God's faithfulness to you. But you also need to share that hope. You need to share that hope with others through your faithfulness to God. To your faithfulness to God. Perhaps you're, you're watching today, you're participating today, and you have never made a decision to follow Jesus Christ. I'd like to give you an opportunity today to welcome Jesus Christ into your love. It's really quite simple. The beauty of the gospel is its simplicity. And this morning, if, if you are watching today, if you're here today, if you are listening to this, no matter when you're listening to this, because you can listen to it any time on social media, but if you do not know Jesus Christ and you're listening to this, I believe, I believe today is your day. And that still small voice in your mind is the Holy Spirit. Nothing to be afraid of. The Holy Spirit bringing you to truth. The truth of Jesus Christ. That if you would like to ask Jesus Christ to be in your life, if you'd like to serve Jesus, why don't you just pray with me right now? Just pray right now. Just pray this simple prayer in your heart. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, today I invite you into my life. Lord, I want to live for you. Thank you. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Help me to live for you from this moment on in Jesus' name. Amen. Or perhaps you, you've served the Lord in the past and you just aren't where you need to be. Just come back. Just come back. Just come back to Him and, and He will welcome you back into relationship. In fact, He never left you. He never once left you. The feeling that you have is you've placed things into your life that have put roadblocks between you and Him. And in recognizing that and taking those away, you say, Lord, I made a mistake. Come back into my life. I welcome you into my life. That's what you say. I need to do that right now. Just welcome him back. This is a loving church family. 
My wife and I, we have served this, this congregation for over 10 years, and we love this church. If you'd like to be a part of a loving church family, I'd encourage you to be a part of this church family. Let us know. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to pray with you. Even if you're not connected, we'd love to pray with you. Just let us know. And we'll journey with you. If you don't have a Bible, let us know. We'll send you one. Or you can pick one up at the office. Let us know we are here to serve you as we serve Thank you for being with us today. I hope and pray that today has been a blessing in your life and helps you live a better life. Amen. God bless you.